Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome back to the sixth episode of End Times Like These. Um, I know it's been a while. I've been silent, and uh, I haven't really been active on this. Uh, it's because I've been in uh, kind of a search for uh, something in my soul. Uh, more than uh, a lot of people know, um, I've been uh, just praying and fasting and believing God would give me more more of a fresh word and uh, he would speak to me and uh, just uh, try to get closer uh, with God and I've kind of pushed a lot of stuff away um, and I believe that God has given me something um, to uh, talk about today and I hope you you, you humor me today and uh, allow me to speak to you my heart what God has given me I do have a, a guest uh, a I guess you can say he's my co-host. Brother Logan is back with me. Uh, Logan, if you want to make sure everybody knows you're here, just... Hello. (laughs) But uh, I want to take you to uh, 1 Samuel. Um, I'm not going to say specific scriptures. I'm just going to kind of skim through and cover the basis of everything. Everybody knows this story. If you don't, um, maybe if you can reach out to me... Uh, we'll have a Bible study, and uh, we'll talk about a couple uh, Sunday school scriptures, and uh, we'll talk about some stories. So today, I want to go into the story of David, and uh, yeah, it's David and Goliath again, uh, but I want to talk more about of his brothers than him. So we know uh, in in First uh, Samuel, Jesse, David's father. Uh, sends David to uh, bring some food and stuff to his uh, brothers that are fighting this battle. They have this big old giant from uh, uh, he's uh, he's a uh, Philistine giant from from Gath, and uh, he's called out to the Israel army uh, and says to send their finest. Uh, warrior their bravest warrior to come and to come and fight him and uh, if if they win the philistines will become their slaves and if he wins the israelites and the israel people uh, will become their slaves and um they they've been there for days trying to figure out what they're going to do what angle they're going to attack goliath at and uh if you ask me, they were a bunch of cowards. For people being God's people, they really were a bunch of cowards. And uh, yeah, that's harsh. But I mean, if you if you were bought by by God like you say you were, uh, for being God's people, you would have stepped out in, in faith and uh, activated your faith and actually did something. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that's just my take. But then again. Uh, I'm scared of a lot of things, too. <laughs> if I saw a nine-foot dude standing in front of me calling out me that has a big old sword and uh, wants to kill me and take my people as slaves, I mean, I'd, I'd probably be scared, too. Uh, but uh, I would do my my uh, my best to do what I could to make sure uh, I showed my faith and showed my faith was strong. But you got David coming down, bringing food and supplies to his brothers. And as he comes up, um, uh, 
uh, as he comes up, he um, his brothers look at him and is like, "What? What are you? What are you doing? Why are you here?" Uh, and I mean, they they were just basically downing him, you know. And uh, they they just didn't have they they were why why do you why do you want to be here why why are you here? Uh, and it's just they they were taking they were taking him for being the little guy, and uh, you know this is for warriors to be at. This is where we're we're planning to attack this man and trying to get rid of this dude, you know. And uh, they just keep on tearing him down. And in my opinion, they were more on the Philistine side by the way they were speaking than they were on their own side, you know? They they sounded a lot more like Goliath than they did anything else, you know? And, uh, and David spake to the man that stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man that killeth this Philistine and taketh away the reproach from Israel. For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? And the people answered him in this manner, saying, So shall it be done to the man that killeth him. And Eliab, the oldest brother, heard David speaking, saying all this, and and Eliab's anger overtook him against David and said, Why comest thou down down hither, you know? Why why are you here, bro? This is what I was talking why why are you coming why are you coming down here acting like you finna do something, man? I'm just gonna say it like I would I'm what you think you finna do, bro? I mean, you ain't gonna kill this dude. And uh it says, And with whom hast thou left those few sheep in the wilderness? Who did you leave the sheep with? You know, I know thy pride and thy naughtiness of thine heart. For thou art come down that thou mightest see the battle. Oh, you just came down here to watch us fight this dude. Yeah, you bought some tickets. You got your popcorn. You get, you done brought the food down. And uh, I mean... You just come to watch us, watch us work, huh? You too little to do anything. What you gonna do? You just come to watch us? Little did he know. <laughs> little did he know. Uh, and then, and then David said, "What have I now done? Is there not a cause?" And he turned from him toward another and spake after the same manner. And the man and the people answered him again after the former manner. And when the words were heard which David spoke or spake, they rehearsed. They re- rehearsed them before Saul. So the the people were talking to Saul about this dude, and uh, Saul sent for David, and uh, David said, "Let no man's heart fail because of him." Thy servant will go and fight this Philistine. And Saul said, or no, David said that to Saul. 
And Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go against the Philistine. Why? Why is he not able, Logan? What What is Saul's? Okay, and now David comes back and says, "Well, th- th- I'm a I'm the guy that protects my my dad's sheep, man. I'm the guy that has to deal with the sheep. I have to deal with the lions that don't come and try to attack my my sheep, and I'm I'm the one that has to deal with the bears that come to attack my sheep. What is this measly little?" giant gonna do he said i I pulled a sheep out of the mouth of a lion you know how many pounds of pressure a mouse lion has or a lion's mouth has <laughs> a lion's mouth not a mouse lion a lion's mouth has do you know how how many pounds of pressure do you know not off the top of my head, I don't. well i'm finna find out <laughs> This is what you get when you're unprepared and you just want to put something out for the people that really want to listen. I'm finna find out for you. Look and talk to him for a second. And David said unto Saul that his servant kept his father's sheep and he came. There came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. That's what he was getting from. I protect my father's sheep. A lion came and a bear. It was not just a lion, but also a bear. Okay, to go back to the lion. A lion's mouth has 650 pounds of pressure behind it. 600 in 50 pounds. How much do you think this giant weighs? <laughs> In my thought, I feel like David can put this sucker on his shoulders and squat him. <laughs> if he can rip the 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 sheep out of the, of a 650 pound vice grip mouth of a lion, do you really think this is David talking? If I can do that to a 650-pound mouth of a lion, do you really think this dude got anything against me? Have you ever thought of this this way? No. <laughs> like, really? Because I really didn't ever look up. 650 pounds. I'm not even going to go into detail about the bear. A bear is huge. <laughs> and this dude protected his father's sheep. From a lion and a bear already. And he's coming to Saul. Why? Why am I not eligible? I'm a youth, but you see what I've already done? Look at my, look at my, what What are those called? Um, when you go to apply for a job, you have to, no, the, uh, your uh, resume. He said, look at my resume, bro. I've got it. In, I mean, I'm telling you, and I mean, why can't I? And and then it goes on to say, it says, Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them. 
I'm going to add this sucker to my resume. <laughs> Could you imagine? He's calling, Saul is calling him a youth. Couldn't you imagine? How old was David when he was anointed? When everybody said he was like eight years old. I can't, if I'm remembering, I can't remember. I'm finna find this one too. I don't want to. I don't want to be wrong. I don't think it really says anything about how old he was. But he he was. I guess he was younger. It was the chapter before he was anointed king already. So I mean, if he's old enough to be anointed king, he's old enough to be in the battle. So I mean, we're gonna find this out. I'm I'm really I'm really gonna dig deep tonight, and we're really we're really gonna we're gonna get a hold of something. Cause uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give you something to chew on, okay? I'm gonna give you something to chew on. Uh, this is the title I want to give you. My brothers had a different agenda. My brothers, this is David's uh, point of view. My brothers had a different agenda. And uh, one one thing I want to go ahead and say. Uh, is you can't be in the church with your feet, but be with the enemy with your mouth. That's what David's brothers were doing. They were in the in 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 the uh, in God's army with their feet, but they were with Goliath in their mouth. They had a different agenda. They were jealous. Talk about that, Logan. Give him one second. He was around 15 years old when he was anointed king. And that was a chapter before. He was he was probably close to maybe my age when he wanted to kill this devil. <laughs> yeah, I mean... But let, let's talk about that. You can you can't be in the church with your feet, and with the enemy in your mouth. And I, I, it does say in the Bible, you can't, serve you can't be lukewarm. But I'm also I'm going to add to just that. You can't serve two masters. You got to no. serve God, or you got to serve the devil. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't be in God's army one minute. And the devil army in the next. You gotta be in God army full time, or the devil army full time. There's, there's no in between. You like I'm gonna say you can't have one foot in the door and one foot out the door. Quick escape. Yeah, I mean there's no there's no back alleyways for this. Hey guys, sorry to interrupt the podcast. I want to take a second to uh, talk about Anchor. Anchor is a uh, podcast, a free podcasting app that will and upload I mean, your podcast. There's no, there's no back doors to this thing. Yeah, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and but I really want to take talk about a few minutes. If you want to start a podcast, get you a mic, what the, the get last your couple remarks set down, about what really David said, and get your podcast uh, done in verse forty-seven in an efficient way with Logan, Anchor podcasting app. This assembly shall know that the 
the Lord, thou saveth not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord, and he, he will give you into our hands. And all this assembly shall know, and all this assembly shall know, the Lord saveth not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's. It's already been won, and he will give you into our hands. And it come to pass when the Philistine arose and came and drew nigh to meet David, that David hasted <coughs> and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. He ran toward this big old four-headed, big old, big foot, weird-looking giant thing. He ran into it with with a boldness like no other. And did what he knew he was going to do. He slung that stone, smote the Philistine, drew drew Goliath's sword, which was probably bigger than him, and chopped the dude's head off. And I'm gonna I'm going to uh, I'm going to talk about the way Goliath fell. I just want to let you know we already recorded this one time. And the audio did not work for this part of the podcast, so we're just going to go ahead and redo all of it. <laughs> we're not going to take as long, though. Uh, but Goliath fell forward, usually with something that hits you in the front of your head. This is a proven fact. Hits you in the front of the head. You're either going to fall back. Yeah, you're just going to fall back, more than likely. Your momentum is going to go backward. This dude fell forward. And our assistant pastor said that he he feels like the reason he fell forward is to let the Philistines know this dude's going to bow down to me today on his deathbed. And I'm going to give these people the victory. I'm going to show Saul. I'm going to show, oh, uh, David's little brother, uh, older, little older brothers, <laughs> that I reign supreme, that I am the one that that is is gonna do this, and David is willing and he is able to do it with me. So I, I'm gonna end with this. I'm sorry, I'm jumping around. I mean, the next podcast may be better and put together way better. Um, but verse 58. Well, let's let's uh Okay, I want to I'm going to read 57. You can read 58, okay? Or I'm going to read 56 and 57. And the king said, "Inquire thou whose son the striplings is." What does stripling mean? You know, I really want to know that. He called David a stripling. I'm going to swap to a different Bible app and figure this out because that one is Garbo. I'm not talking about the Bible. I'm talking about the app. Okay. This stripling... Let's figure out who he is. 
who his father is. And as David returned from the slaughter of the Philistine, Abner took him and brought him before Saul with the head of the Philistine in his hands. He came back to the doubting Saul, back to the doubting brothers, with a trophy in his hands. And Saul said to him, Whose son art thou? Art thou? Young man. young man. And David answered, I am the son of the servant Jesse, the Bethlehemite. But let's, let's just, look, if it's okay, let me just add something. Mm-hmm. He didn't call him a youth this time. He called him a young man. Man. Because he knew through God, mighty in battle, this dude isn't, he is not, it's not okay for me to call him a boy no more. He wears bigger pants than I do, buddy. I'm finna call this dude a man. He, he has proven himself. He is worthy of a name change. <laughs> I just came up with that. Uh, that really hit me. Um, he is he is worthy of a position change. Um, whoever's dad this is, this I, I feel like this is what Saul was saying. Whoever whoever's dad or whoever's son this dude is, his dad, me and him's daddy finna talk. <laughs> I'm not grammarly correct. Okay, uh, me and him's daddy finna talk about this. And we we finna get you a a change, bud. Uh, you you need to be moved up from just watching the sheep, bro. I mean, you the dude, man. <laughs> I just want to I want to be real with you. This dude through God opened Saul's eyes to who he really is. He's not just a youth. He is a man, a young man. And I want to close this by saying, just I'm not talking just to the to the guys. I just I want to be completely clear with this. I'm not just talking to the guys. I'm talking to everybody, every gender, any age, anything. If you are willing, you are able. As long as God is in it. You're going to come to the doubters with a trophy. You better bet that. You're going to come to your doubters with a trophy. So I want to close this by saying, be more like David in times like these.